Hey, 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 welcome to Daniel Talks, Daniel Learns Educational Podcast. My name is Christian Chungu, and I'm very happy to be your host for this podcast that will hopefully bring tutors, mentors, and students closer together as we explore new learning practices and discuss important topics that concern tutors, mentors, and students. On this week's episode, we have a very, very special guest. I have brought Ibrahim Miraj to the show. How are you, Ibrahim? I'm I'm doing pretty good. What about you? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, obviously, midterms are starting to catch up. There's a bit of workload. Yeah, the um, workload is honestly on my part. It's uh, I feel like everyone I know in engineering, I, like I just look at them and they have that look in their eyes, and I'm like, yeah, yes, I know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that feeling that um, yeah, you're 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 kind of overwhelmed and uh, you're trying yeah. to do the best that you can, right? So you talked about engineering actually. Um, just for the audience to clarify something like, what is your background? Like if you were to describe yourself in five minutes, how would you do it? Oh, uh, okay. So I guess uh, I'm going to give you like a brief biography. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I was born in Pakistan, spent like nine years there. Uh, my parents moved to Saudi Arabia then and like, you know, followed, uh, spent like eight years there, uh, did like my A-levels, my O-levels, which is like basically the I guess you'd say it's the British equivalent of like the SATs or maybe like SAGEP, I guess. Yeah, I believe it, it's going to be the American, like the, what you mentioned, the A-levels is like the equivalent of the American standards for like yeah, college entry. Or... And uh, I still performed super well there and then uh, moved to Canada for my uh, bachelor's in computer engineering. All right. Okay, cool. And uh, did you like specialize in a branch? Uh, before going to university like were you able to specialize in let's say science or um, arts oh uh that's a oh that's a really good so i guess uh, in a levels we have like this thing where you you pick like three or four subjects and so they kind of force you to specialize so okay. what i did was uh, I, I did math physics chemistry and biology because like i knew i wanted to do something like science related because it was just like a it was what i was good at and b i was kind of uh, it's just super interested in that stuff. And uh, I, I used to do quite a lot of physics on my own. Uh, and uh, I, I sort of thought that I might pursue physics as a career, like something okay, like being okay. like a physical physicist or something. Because uh, uh, I, I was like ranked uh, number one in like the entire country for my examinations. So it was like, oh, wow, I'm, like, that's, that's impressive. Uh, yeah, but you know, it, it was it was Saudi Arabia. You don't have many physicists coming from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> well, I mean, how about you become the only one? No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, I'm 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 over physics. I don't know. Right. I uh, I did some C, uh, and uh, it was I don't know. I like I remember creating like quizzes and like just really really basic applications in C, and uh, like I was surprised by like how much you could. To do with it you know and and it was just c you know and like now we're doing like you're talking about the programming language oh yeah yeah sorry the yeah the uh, programming language uh, so it was kind of my first introduction to programming and uh, i would just make little programs and then like show them to my friends and like make like jokes in them almost uh and yeah, yeah. Uh, it was i don't know it was interesting that i could actually do something with my laptop you know that was other than like watching something or streaming stuff or, you know, 
stuff like that. And did uh, did you feel like you were kind of reverse engineering like your computer when you're like, oh my god, I can program <laughs> a like computer to do I, this. I am now your master. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't control me, computer. I control you. I'll tell you. No, but, but but the computer still controls me. Trust. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, those apps, right? Like Netflix yeah, and those apps. That. There's algorithms. You know, it's uh, God, it's actually kind of fucking scary. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I heard about that actually. The oh, did a... you did you watch the did you watch the social dilemma? Um, to be honest, like I don't want to watch that show uh, just because I kind of know what it goes into. Like I've read like the synopsis or like how do you call it like oh. the short description and like it, it's stuff that I'm I'm aware of. Like I'm not trying to brag. I'm like yo, uh, you know, I'm I'm just ignoring all. I'm ahead shit. of the curve here. Yeah, I'm ahead of the curve. It's just like I'm self-aware enough to know that like. Like yeah, it's 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 obvious that you know they want you to be on there, you know, and and they they have a bunch of scientists that work for them, you know, all these uh, social media designers, like it's it's for sure, and, and their goal is is to max it because the more people they bring on the app, uh, the more people like the more money they'll make, right? Because yeah. then yeah. the more valuable they are. Yeah, because it's like an advertising is... platform, right? Yeah. Like the more people you bring in, the more sponsors you can bring in, or whatever they want to do with that audience you know so um but i think the problematic with this is that they can enter into a loop and start to lose their why you know like why are you trying to bring like all the planet on your platform is it no is it but I, i think it's yeah. not a problem for them right like so uh, so the thing with facebook and instagram and like social media generally right is that like there's the like it's not like they don't do stuff for you you know like i i have like I've heard of like people who like you know they find brothers, sisters, or like high school friends they haven't talked in for for for, for, for like decades, you know. Yeah, and that's they, the the fun part, yeah. But it's it's like the entire thing is that like I feel like they're sort of they don't really acknowledge the problems that they can cause in people's lives, which is why the like like the social dilemma. The thing wasn't that like it was, oh, they're saying that there's a problem. Like everyone knows that there's a problem, but it was like you had the creators of these systems describing in great detail how they caused the problem. You know, that that, that was like the, that was the the interesting thing about it. You had like the, the dude who like uh, came up with like A-B testing or, or like implemented that as a thing in, you know, Facebook or some other platform. Well, you know, it's actually funny that you mentioned A-B testing because it was a part of my summer internship this year yeah. as a digital marketer. Like it's, it's, it's a really fucking, it's a really yep. effective technique. It's, uh, you know, um, you know, like where did we used to meet before this internet thing happened? We used to meet in person, right? And then, The, the large gatherings would be like conferences or schools or you know and i i think yeah yeah but uh you know i i think it's just a component of like human nature to kind of like bring some order as in like you know like trying to have a predictable uh yeah. flow of ideas and ideologies you know and i guess that's what these app designers have in their heads you know i'm talking about the big tech right i'm not talking yeah, about yeah. some startup or whatever e like even though a startup applies the same concepts you know like i'm saying the scale is so much bigger so you know? much bigger yeah, yeah for big tech. facebook or google yeah like 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 people are trying to say that like facebook is too political now or like whatever they have lobbyists on the platform influencing like your feed 
and it's like okay well okay cool can you do something you know like yeah. like probably you can unlike those those pages that you know like you can't unlike targeted ads you know yeah. like targeted ads you pay for them like people pay for them you see them right it's like so so, so what you're saying is like if they're here they're probably here to stay uh if we should like figure out a way to to to, to almost like I, I guess, uh, you know, like it's, it's basically the reality is that they're here to stay, you know? So what do we do about them now? Well, well, yeah. Like I think people start with the wrong assumption that like, oh, well, the world should actually be perfect. It's like, no, like you have to start with the assumption that the world is full of it's, problems yeah, and yeah. your ultimate goal is to make the best out of it and make a difference, you know, yeah. like, like I can waste my entire life wondering like why this world is shit. Or I can be like, okay, well, this word is shit. All right, fine. It's not perfect. Cool. But I want to make it better. And, you know, I, I want to find a, a passion or a purpose, actually, because purpose is actually more powerful than passion. But yeah, you know, like, uh, just find something through experimenting and then make the best out of it, you know, like, and, yeah. and it's hard, though. It's and there's hard. so I'm many, no, but there's the, the thing with, like, <laughs> finding your purpose, right, is like, I, I almost feel like that's maybe, that's too big a step for most people i mean i know it's too big of a step for me like i have no idea what my purpose is you know um but i, I guess the thing that's kind of been but that's not the problem out. what do you the, mean the, the problem is not that you haven't found your purpose yet the like because because you're gonna keep searching right yeah yeah like uh like some people they like let's take for example like ceos you know people that that are seen as like gurus and whatever like let, let's yeah, say yeah. jeff bezos right like Ooh. his goal is probably not like as like it's it's probably not clear cut and defined okay like he he probably doesn't even know where amazon will be he has a good idea but he no, doesn't no, he, know. he knows he, well, he has he a good idea amazon but he, he doesn't know he like what could it will happen? be everywhere <laughs> <laughs> big brother right um, but but you know what i'm saying like like he's yeah just, yeah he, he's, he's just going he, he, he didn't come out with like a you know i'm gonna dominate every industry that there is in the next 20 years he was i think the yeah the thing with bezos was that he applied the like he 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 has like just i mean i, I guess if you summed up amazon in one sentence it would just be like customer experience first you know well like, I, I definitely feel like i i am valued when i go through amazon and yeah same you know uh, like their shipping uh mechanism like their their flow or infrastructure yeah and um like you know there's there's going to be bad i think in in every initiative that because because the thing is you know like Okay, we're kind of driving off topic and it's totally fine because I'm going to oh, bring that's true. him back. Oh, no problem, no problem. Like, you know, uh, no, my podcast is just a free-flowing conversation and obviously it has to be centered on education. I would like it, but whatever. Like, this I, is actually I, I an interesting delving, I guess we're delving into more like <clears throat> the, the, the effects of tech on society. Yeah, but, but no, nah, don't worry. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll drive back to... Uh, to finish the introduction, right? Because right. <laughs> that, <one, laughs> uh, that that went off the rails fast. But I, I like it, you know, because I've known you for um, for two years, and it, this always yeah. happens, you know. Uh, we we start talking about a subject, and uh, 
you uh yeah it just builds up right that that's how you know it that a conversation is great yeah. exactly yeah um but let's finish actually on, on bezos i was actually going to say something important um i mean that i feel is important that has value is like entrepreneurs they i, I think that they always have good intentions you know when they start yeah. like like you, you will never have an entrepreneur that succeeds and and that has a lasting effect on society and that doesn't have good intentions i i truly believe that because look like bezos is not a a genius you know like he he just knows how to gather people together and he is the the link he's the chain and he's the link in every chain that amazon is operating in right so that's really who he is like he he doesn't work alone he has advisors like like people see their ceo as like just being one entity that's like like super intellectually like he has like 10 more neurons than us whatever (laughs) like you know it's like it's like no like you have to demystify that to understand that you know like like he has his staff yeah he has his staff like like a a a president has his staff yeah yeah exactly like you know it pisses me off when people say like oh you know like the customer service is shit and like i've called once and it wasn't really, uh, you know, how I they, wanted they, it. They, they didn't come to my house. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't say that it was okay. They didn't hug me and, you know, fucking rock me. This yeah. <laughs> like, like whatever, you know, you go on Google reviews, yeah. you'll have thousands of examples, you know, of uh, yeah. such silly comments. And I think, you know, as a, as a company, you'll have to look at it and be like, okay, well, is there something that we haven't, respected in our promise you know because businesses they have kind of a promise you know to their customers like it's a it's like a set of more like moral uh, codes or commitments you know like oh we want to deliver the best value blah blah blah. you know like walmart for example their slogan is like oh the best value the best price you know um so yeah everyone every business wants to run by principles and you know like customers can have the wrong expectations about a business sometimes and but i think i think uh, like about your point of like yeah. no entrepreneur has uh, is has ever started out with bad intentions and no business really sets out to do bad like i i think that's like honestly true you know like i don't think anyone looks at the world and is like how can i have a negative impact on it yeah you know, how can i screw it up more at, the, at, at the same time you know like like the road to hell is, is paved with good intentions so you, you always need to be super careful about like, this is the effect that I think I'm having on society, right? But, but maybe I should listen to my detractors and maybe I should uh, consider what they are saying. It's like, um, I guess circling back the, you know, uh, like the topic at hand, education, you know, you could use A-B testing to, you know, cram people into your, uh, like, into your advertising platform and try to get them to sell stuff. And, and try to get them to buy stuff or you could use a b testing to, to improve online educational platforms at, uh, in such a way that like a learning became easier and easier and easier you know so it's it's, it's just a question of like i think we as humans were very good at inventing different types of fire and then letting them sort of you know burn out of control i think the the primary question that we're faced with right now especially that given that everything has moved online in the past few months is that like now that technology is playing a bigger part in all of our lives now that we're all stuck at home in quarantine and our primary means of interaction through the to the world 
is it through our computers, through our yeah. laptops, through our mobile? How like how can we ensure that it it does good to our brains? And how how can we ensure that overall we're not giving time to people who the people and platforms that we shouldn't be giving time to? You know, mm -hmm. that's and I I think like uh, a sort of revolution in the way that you think about education, not just as like a place where you go and you get educated, but more of like as a, like, how does my, how, how does your computer continuously educate you? You know, like it, it educates you about new products and services that are, that, that, that are, uh, you know, that enter the market, but could it do more? You know, could it, could it continuously improve you as a person? Could it continuously teach you things? You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I think that's like, that's really where we're heading, you know, is this like the computer as a continuous improver rather than like a, an entity in your home that uh, gets you to do things that like uh, the big four want. I understand. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I see and I know that's that's like a, that's a lot to like that's that's a, a little bit to you know think about but I think for me that's really like what I'm going to try to do in the future you know is is to sort of change the way that people actually think about computers the perceptions it just not even the perception but more like what you can do with them you mm -hmm. know like like I like I, I want improvement to be like the first thing that comes to mind because like I think personally, like for me, like I think more than any of my classes, it's been my computer that stopped me stuff. You know, like I remember being sure. in high school and like I really didn't like my teachers, you know, I, I didn't like my stats teacher in high school. So I just didn't come to school for a while. I skipped out on every stats class and I found like YouTube videos that taught me that thing. And then I came <laughs> back, I passed the exam and like it was all good. Yeah. Uh, I get, I get what you're, uh, what you're saying. Um, be, because the thing is, we're starting to to make the user experience on laptops more fluid, more accessible. You know, like in the '80s or the '90s, like computers were seen as like high tech, like oh, it's just research scientists, or it's just like oh, uh, high value individuals that possess and are able to use that, and. Right now, it's becoming a commodity. But the thing that's interesting is that there's constant innovation in that commodity. And like the goal right now is to, you know, I think this pandemic actually accelerated the innovation process for computers and all of that. Because, yeah, yeah. for example, right now we're talking about integrating AR technologies, which are already existing. Um, it's actually interesting to talk about AR now because during my internship term, uh, at co-teacher like that's the name of the startup uh, an yeah. educational one and my CEO had to present uh, himself and pitch his idea to people in an AR room like it was you know you had to design your own avatar you know obviously the the UX was kind of primitive um, obviously you would you would have expected more so like a big a big fluffy like uh, avatar kind of thing like cartoon yeah looking. like the resolution wasn't great you know he took a selfie <laughs> and he put it like on his avatar's head and you know it was like uh, kinda, it was low resolution but it was still interesting because you were able like he was able to move inside the room 
with other people that had avatars and like he would use like his um his arrows like left uh right up down and he would move around wow. he would like hit up people literally like with a gesture like that then talk <laughs> like and i was like okay this is like the shittiest ui but there's actually room for improvement and it's interesting because at one point it means that we'll literally be able to enter room like and physical rooms to- yeah yeah, like I mean, virtual. No, no, but, like fit, yeah. virtual physical rooms. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and uh, we'll be able to like interact because I think what he was able to do is, if the other person acknowledged that uh, Daniel, that was the name of the CEO, like Daniel, like tapped her on the shoulder, they would then start to like input their voice, so like oh, have a mic. God. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't remember that what is kind tricky. of. Yeah, I don't remember what it, the purpose was for. I think it was like a gathering for educational entrepreneurs. And I think there was a society that wanted to inter- introduce them to this platform. Uh, so yeah, it, it, like <laughs> the reason why I got to like see that is because <laughs> he needed my laptop because he runs like <laughs> on a Chromebook and uh. his software wasn't compatible. Uh, but dude, I was like, Okay, this is shit now. But just like it, it, it was like watching like a like a baby try and walk. You know, it was like, hey, you know, like this is like I I can see the flaws in it, and I know that it's all pixely and shitty. But I can also project this twenty years into the future and like really imagine spending entire days just in this environment interacting yeah. with other people. Yeah, like yeah. it's because because when you think about it like what what would be the goal like right now what would you like to do that you're not able to do in this online context right because think about when you were in person and the kind of interactions the kind of situations that you find yourself in and think about like what would you like to have from this in person context in an online context honestly i i think the probably the number one thing is the yeah like gestures you know Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like there's a, like, right now I'm just a talking head and you're just a talking head. Well, but I mean, you're moving from left to right. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm, 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 I'm going to move forward and backwards now. Too. All right, all right. Three dimensions, bro. Break dance. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, like, I, like, I don't know, like, when, when I'm, when I'm watching someone talk to me, right? Like, well, there's, you know, they could be standing in one place. They could be facing around, like, you know, it's, it's all of these, like, all of the non-verbal means of communication, you know, like, like when someone moves closer to you physically, yeah. you know, there's a, like, there's a, like you react to that. People react to that. And yeah. I'm like, you, don't get in my bubble. Yeah. No, but not even like you can use it to like, you can use it to really, you know, like get your message across, like in a different way, you know, like there's all of these things you can do physically that virtually maybe you can't do because you're just a talking head, you know? Yeah. So I, I think really like reproducing the because like what let, let's say like like you go to like a you you go to a rock concert or you go to like a like a stand up show or whatever right it's not just what you see and what you hear it's it's what the it's what the person that you're seeing and hearing is doing with their with their like physical body you know there's mm-hmm. maybe like a there's a very strong component of communication that's I feel lost uh, in uh, you know online communication nowadays. So just something where you could uh, you could really like have the have the physical feeling of a person being there, you know. Yeah. And there's I guess avatars. There is a step to that, you know. You can move. You can 
uh, do stuff, but I think really reproducing human-ish interactions uh, virtually like i think that's that's probably that's uh, it's it's, cool. it's a long <laughs> game it's it's a very i mean it's very far off but mm -hmm. in the in the immediate future god what in the immediate future probably better ways to manage people's attention you know because have you have, have you ever been on a video call and uh, you kind of know that the person isn't really like isn't really paying attention well uh, the you know, there's an interesting statistic I think that you might have come across is that, you know, like human communication is made of like 90% of nonverbal. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, like the reason why we feel disconnected is literally because I don't know what the hell you could be doing with your hands right now or, <laughs> your, or your feet or like, you know, I have no input on that. I just have your head, like you said. So it, it throws people off and and the thing is, when you ha don't have stimuli from other people, you don't have, have as much stimuli from other people. Well, your intention subconsciously drops. Because, yeah, that's true. Because you're just like, well, I don't have anything to look at. It's just uh, his head and it's boring. So it's like, okay, like so boring. I guess Get I'll think heart. about something else. Yeah. You know, like one thing, one thing that I thought is what about if the teacher, when he's on a Zoom call with during a lecture, you know, why doesn't he stand up and draw on the board and the board could be like big so that we could see it you know mm -hmm. like i don't know like because because the thing is literally when when i see my prof moving or like standing up on a chair yeah, subconsciously like that much like, more interesting oh there's a prof there okay <laughs> oh wow uh, <laughs> you know but um i i think what's missing it, it, it's something that i i want to explore with the dynalon hub as well right um is oh have like a virtual have a more complete <laughs> virtual interaction but but you said no you mentioned like you know how to improve attention online right yeah and there's a bunch of things that that we could implement you know like uh, with other students or colleagues is we you know like what what draws attention from you when you're in an online lecture like just think For about me. the lectures you've had today. Oh man, I didn't watch any of my lectures today. <laughs> okay, let's say the last uh, lecture you watched. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, honestly, I. God, actually, okay, this is gonna this is gonna sound out of the blue, but I so I'm taking this computer vision course, right? Okay. So it's uh, it's uh, basically by this dude named James J. Clark, and he has this intro. It is like a it's it's. <laughs> God, it's it's like you're watching a TV show about learning computer vision, and like he has this like techno fucking music in the background. He has like he has all of these videos of like I don't know surfers surfing and like snowboarders snowboarding, and like the computer is like you know like uh, recognizing everything, and in the background there's like da, 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 like all all that techno stuff. It was just, it was just, what like, is that? God, wait, do you? Like, I I could play it. Do, do you want me to play it? But is it is it like an intro or it's, it's it's an intro to my class. It's an intro to my class. So he plays that every time you jump he plays on the that lecture? every time. Like and I'm sure now it gets old, but like I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, oh my god, I'm so down to learn computer vision. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited about this. And uh it was I think it was oh, literally hilarious. just like it, it was just seeing the like the effort that he's put into it, you know? It was like wow, like I might put some effort into this as well, you know. It was uh, standing out. Huh? Yeah, basically standing up. It was like a YouTube video, you know, almost. 
I, I saw a funny video where there was a guy that like played a um was like a WWE theme songs as he enters like no, his, um, really? yeah so on 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 a different day <laughs> on each day he would have like a different uh character theme entrance so like one day it would be like John Cena's song one day it would be like uh the big show and like th- the prof knows that you know he does that now so like you're just waiting it's like okay what are you going to bring you know who are you going to bring now <laughs> Uh, it's probably a treat for everyone involved. I mean, it's interesting because it makes you think like like that's actually human nature, you know, adapting to every situation and making the best out of it. Like literally, the mm-hmm. answer the answer to this online pandemic is just watch what people are doing. You know, like you I, have I think, this guy. I think more specifically, it's like watch what the watch what the like tweens are doing because like I have, I have like a little sister and like the the way she communicates through zoom is like completely different she'll have like backgrounds going on she'll have like the glasses flying Dude, up i have my background running effects. oh my god i have my, I, I put the i put the you know what i put in the background during my lectures uh, i put the trottier uh, faculty like uh, really? background yeah yeah and and oh, it, wow. it, like i'm the only one actually that has a camera on in most lectures oh and that has a virtual background and and the the prof he like the profs they would they would see it and be like hey, hey funny background you know <laughs> but like, that's it. <laughs> like I feel like um I feel like maybe there's a there's there's something in these online lectures that drains people that they don't want to interact or maybe they're shy and they're like no this is like a bit uh, uncomfortable you know like if we keep putting flashy backgrounds um you know it's gonna draw us away from the lecture but like you already drawn away by the lecture because you check your phone 50 times during the lecture like yeah i i don't even try to not do that anymore i've just accepted it as a fact of like wait so so wait you you attend all of your lectures then uh yeah because my reasoning is that if i don't i i i feel like that i won't channel enough discipline to that is watch very reasonable very our, very reasonable and the thing is, I like the rhythm because I don't see myself cramming three lectures at the end of the day because it'll mm-hmm. be like draining. So in a way, I like the fact that school provides us with a schedule because... Yeah, the, yeah, that can be really helpful. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to admit it. I'm not at the stage of my life where I have like tremendous self-discipline. So yeah, school is, school is providing you with that, you know, like school has to serve you some something good you know and yeah i figured that having a schedule actually helps you uh be you know, productive and kind of yeah, be in sync with the world like we're we're creatures of habit you know um I, i'm not saying that i'm not i'm not praising people who do the same shit for 20 years you know but in the sense that like we like to have a routine we like to have order you know like yeah so that's my I thinking think, i don't know for me it's like uh so I, I took, uh, like, I, I attended probably the first week of lectures online. <laughs> and I, I just noticed, like, after 20 minutes, like, I'm not there anymore. You know, like, I don't want to be there. I'm not listening. I'm on my phone. And, like, uh, something that I started doing was, like, let's say I'm doing my dishes or something, you know. I'll, like, I'll put my lecture on and I'll just, like, do something mindless and almost listen to it like a podcast. So it's, <laughs> it's no, legit. And, like, it kind of works like especially when you have like lectures that aren't really discussing something super new or super complex or anything you know you just kind of need to listen to them like uh, you just put them on like 1.3 speed and you know you do something else that's not like 
that's repetitive and physical while you're like doing while you're listening and uh yeah before you know it like you're you've, you've listened to two lectures and you're listening to your third and uh, everything's good so that's, i don't know that's interesting because uh it, it makes me think about um a post i saw on linkedin there was a profile that i mean a user that um yeah talked about like um consuming a uh, written or audio content while doing other stuff because oh, for some reason for, yeah for some reason like i think what how he explained it is like your subconscious assimilates that content even though your your conscious self may be like okay i don't know what the guy's talking about the fact that you are putting attention and that it's running in the background your 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 brain picks up like pieces of content even though that's not the only thing you're doing like like your subconscious yeah, actually yeah, works yeah, like yeah, crazy yeah. right you know like uh yeah I, i see what you're saying it's, it's like the you know 50 attention over like a bunch of time is actually you know kind of like all of your attention at yeah. like you know, very focused intervals but yeah coming back to what we could do with you know dino learn hub which is actually the platform that's under development and that will accompany this podcast um yeah You know, one one feature I thought about was like, okay, well, while you're going to be on the platform, um, just we're going to have some kind of feature that allows you to restrict the number of apps that you can run while you're on the app. Um, you know, like, uh, yeah. It would be hard to do. because Yeah, you, you, it's hard to do, right? But I'm going to give Android, you an example. I'm, I'm not even sure if Android would allow you to do that. Uh, I don't know. Like, because you would have to gain control of the, the browser i think yeah not even no but but like how do you prevent them from opening firefox or like something well, else? i'm just i'm just throwing ideas you know like uh yeah, the idea yeah, is, yeah. is the seed you know it, um there's actually i think there's a there's a app called uh, freedom i think okay freedom yeah yeah, yeah. it uh, I, i think it does something like it allows you to block uh, urls or something of websites oh fair okay yeah that that's maybe that's how you could do it. yeah 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 yeah. you could like probably block the urls of like let's say facebook or google or something mm -hmm. when you were on lecture like i i totally understand that you know when when people hear like what what you want to block access to my other apps is that <laughs> like uh am I, is my freedom being threatened you know but when, when you look at it the the purpose is to You know, like like when when you're on your computer, you probably don't have only one window open. You look at a bunch of stuff or whatever. So, it's just an idea because I mean, I'm, I'm I'm looking at other windows right now. Well, see, you know, and I don't <laughs> I don't even have a clue. Like you're straight up no, looking at me. No, I mean I'm you could be looking at another window. I don't care as long as you're no, listening no, or at least with no, no, no. half of your brain. <laughs> no i i use i reserve half of my brain for the very important stuff you know <laughs> wow where goes the other half <laughs> but uh yeah it's uh what, what were you saying about uh people freaking out about uh, you restricting their freedoms yeah i mean the my my idea is that I want to provide like you know daniel and hub because you're actually you know on the advisory board with uh sam era and Yeah. Uh, Tristano and Shub. Shub. Yeah. yeah, Shub. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the goal really is to provide an environment online where 
tutors will feel like they have all the tools they need to connect with other tutors and do like be the best at their craft, especially new tutors. And I just want to bring a social aspect to tutoring, you know, like to bridge the gap between what students think of tutors, what tutors think of students, you know, um, and and actually one of the one of the main points would be to centralize every tool that students are using nowadays or tutors are using nowadays to strive online, right? And one of them is Team Viewer. So team, wait, what is what is Team Viewer exactly? Because I uh, I heard you. Uh, mentioned it uh, in one of the chats as well, but I don't think I ever got around to like learning what it is. Is it basically like you can monitor other people's screens? When oh, you're... dude, it's like it's it, I am calling it. It's probably going to be the best online tutoring app. Really? Uh, like the not not it's not a tutoring app, but it's a tool that allows you to gain access to someone's window screen. Like, oh, okay. Like I I use this app. If I use this app right now and I set up an account and we set up a, it's called like team viewer meetings, right? So I could literally be seeing your screen right now and do whatever I want. Like I could click in your desktop, see what's up there. Like uh, a lot of, uh, how to say tech support teams, yeah, they, they, they have access to that and uh, they um, it's allowed, you know, like, uh, like uh, the other day, my dad was had a troubleshoot issue or whatever. And, um, his friends set up a team viewer session and they will, he would just play and run and compile a bunch of shit, you know, um, <laughs> while he was just like looking be like, Oh, that's interesting. Okay. That's how you hack my computer. No, just kidding. <laughs> but uh, no, he wasn't hacking. It was actually like debugging it or for some, yeah. something, but yeah, um, that's team viewer, you know? So if you apply that to tutoring and you're able to gain access to your students, uh, word document for example where he has his essay well then you're able to provide live corrections and actually interact with the student because then the student can also click right like it's not just like you know the the one that gains access that has control it's, 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 it's kind of like uh, uh, you have you heard of google jamboard what, what about like just using, wait, uh, I've heard of Google Jamboard, but yeah. you could do something similar using uh, just Google Docs, right? Because I, I know that it allows simultaneous editing of like text files, I think. I mean, I mean, Google Docs does that for sure. I'm talking about, let's say you have like, um, like let's okay, say once, once the last time, wait, sorry, say again. Let's say uh, maybe like you need to do something a little bit more com complicated. On yeah, let, let's say you're in a software program like uh, okay. Eclipse or I don't know what you're playing with right now. I don't, I, Eclipse can, you know, burn and die. Uh, uh, yeah. You will see you code to the grave, you know. <laughs> yeah. For the audience, just to say uh, Eclipse is an like integrated IDs. development. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 basically like the, the places where you uh, you environments where you can write code and uh, compile it which is basically and then do corrections and detect mistakes stuff like that yeah basically um but yeah if let's say um you're having a hard time figuring out where your code doesn't work and what things it needs to do but it, but that it doesn't do um setting up a team viewer session would allow you to have someone that looks at your code and that edits it, edits it 
while you watch. And he could have a voice input so you can hear him explaining where you went wrong in your thinking while he provides corrections or comments or that. So, yeah, I mean, for Word, you have Google Docs, which is basically the, the concept of, you know, uh, shared teamwork online. It's just with teamwork, it's, it's uh, platform agnostic. You can run it on anything. Like you could troubleshoot my file explorer, <laughs> you know, like whatever, right? Like it just gains access to your screen, not just to Google Docs. Not, right? not just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So it's, it's basically just like a, a it's really, really nice it's, collaboration tool. Dude, that's like, that's like one of the, the most powerful tools you have right now. Like I'm not using it personally just because I just didn't try it but I'm for sure going to try it as we develop the platform further. You know, we're going to do like stress test or whatever. Um, yeah. Sounds. Dude. Oh, okay. So I, I, I've been thinking about something, right? Yep. So I remember uh, like, it was probably like one of my, I don't know, one of my cousins, one of my like second cousins or something. Right. I remember they went to, I don't know, like they were, this is kind of old, but they went to like a university that was exclusively online. Right. And uh, like everyone was like, well, you know, it's not really a university. No one's going to give you a job. That's kind of stupid too, blah, blah, blah. Can, can you tell me the name? Um, God, it was like, uh, I, I don't remember it off the top okay. of my head. But it was, this was before like Skillshare and like uh, Harvard and like MIT got into like the, you know, the, not uh, they got into like awarding certifications, I guess. But uh, it was basically like, I, I remember it being seen as just something that was like, not really respectable, you know, like in terms of getting an education. And now you see like, essentially every university in the world uh, in which there's even a little bit of COVID has, you know, basically gone online. And uh, like, do you, do you think that like, it's like for you personally, has it impacted the way you learn? And uh, do you think that like going into the future, it's going to be like a much more normalized thing now that like every person who graduates in 2020 is going to have had a semester possibly two semesters of online instruction do you think that kind of like because in my opinion what's that done is like it's legitimizes online education as a whole you know well you know right now what distinguishes online universities and in-person universities that transition to online is perception, right? Like there was yeah. a perception before COVID that like online learning is not human or, you know, whatever, like whatever arguments these people would come up. And then you have people that are like, no, education has to be in-person. Um, it, it's just a matter of being feared of change, you know, like being afraid of change. Like, uh, I don't know, let's say I tell you that like, oh, well, in 15 years, you won't be able to walk. You'll be obliged to run on like to uh ride a bicycle you'd be like uh what the fuck dude i like walking you know uh, you know something that like you take for granted you know it yeah, is yeah, what yeah. i'm trying to get at because like, like maybe driving and then all of a sudden you know monkey drivers are bad hence you know i don't know yeah driving like, your robot will do it for you yeah because in yeah exactly i mean you know like in-person education most people took it for granted like i i never questioned yeah. I never questioned my ability to attend the in-person course. I was just like, okay, cool. Tomorrow I'm going to school. Boom. 
you know yeah and it's this pandemic has allowed me to think uh, of quite the questions that you've been asking me actually you know like this is probably going to be a lasting thing because well first of all it's not only bad uh i can say that i'm i'm spending zero on commuting right yeah. like I, yeah. I i don't commute you're not wasting uh, I, any time like you know getting up and then like you know walking i don't know how many minutes yeah. taking the bus taking the train i don't have to run after a bus i don't have to worry about being late unless yeah. i wake up late right uh that's another story you know uh but I, i'm gonna cite the benefits and then i'm gonna cite you know what's bad right so what what's the first benefit well you save commuting commuting money um you probably sleep more hours um like i'm just saying this as an average there could yeah, be people yeah. that binge watch stuff until 3 a.m you know as a result of covid but you know whatever do you think there's something wrong with that <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying i shouldn't do that <laughs> ah, it's uh, people do their choices you know like you could sleep six hours and be fine you know like i'm not yeah. like if you yeah, do that yeah. it's like okay cool but then if you're burning out then don't complain <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. like like you know probably what went wrong uh <laughs> but, no, uh, no, definitely. like yeah like uh i'm just saying in general like people people have the chance to sleep more that's what i'm saying yeah basically. um and and it's also like uh for me especially right like uh i i remember like waking up at eight was something that i like i did begrudgingly you know and now i don't really need to attend any of my online classes so i kind of like i sleep like a solid like eight hours and I probably work more, you know, and I work more effectively. Because like in the mornings, like at eight, eight to 10, you know, if you talk to me, like I was just a zombie, like I didn't know what was going on around me. And now those really shitty hours have been replaced with like, you know, prime time focus. And like- I, I, I do understand. Yeah. Yeah. Be- because um, I-, I noticed that myself, um, like in the morning, it actually depends but i would say a general trend like yeah i'm not i'm not really awake i don't feel like energetic and willing yeah. to take on tasks i'm just like most of the time i would be in the lecture and I, my my conscious self wouldn't even be there it would just be my subconscious telling me like oh this is important <laughs> take notes this is important take notes but like my conscious was just like uh-huh yeah 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 <laughs> you it's know edge. like 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 my conscious self was actually in the background and <laughs> anyways um i would start waking up at like 10 a.m like my mind would start like working for real at uh yeah 10 a.m and then in the afternoon it would just be like work 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 and yeah. then in the evening i would feel like a drop i would come home uh, and then I would work a bit until I sleep. Um, now with online, it's it's kind of the same, except um, I just need to take more breaks. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you know, like because you had breaks, right, in between your courses before? You, you used to walk from another building, you know? Yeah, grab something with friends, talk yeah. to another human. You, you would have a change of scenery, right? Here, it's yeah. just like, oh, I'm in my room jump to another lecture Hoop. You yeah know, it's your your brain will naturally get tired because it's like it's the same thing you know no yeah, that makes sense like i, I go out a lot you know and even now in the red zone i mean you know i i don't go with friends right like i yeah, yeah, 
I I I bike. Do you run or bike stuff like that? Um, I play roller hockey. Like oh, that's okay. that's one of my things that because usually I play on ice, right? But uh, rinks are closing now. And, I know the gyms uh, are closing as well, man. Yeah, I uh, don't know what I'll do. I swear to God, this it's the one thing that like keeps me on track throughout this entire COVID thing. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, God damn. Man. You know what I've been doing to um to like uh compensate for the fact that i don't have a gym i have a so you know these like 24 bottle packs oh shit so i I do rows i I do (laughs) rows with these like i have one in my room right now yeah that's that's pretty effective it's actually it's actually quite heavy and if you do like if you're the kind of guy that does more reps than like cares about the weight actually perfect yeah yeah, yeah, like uh, I even do uh, like for the uh, upper chest, like uh, like I put it, like I put my hands on the bottom for the, of for the pack. For the people on audio, like I'm, I'm seeing Christian demonstrate the moves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have, I have arms and they're functional. You have arms. <laughs> oh, uh, but for me, what I've been doing is just the like body weight, man. Like just the push-ups, rows. I mean, that's great. You know, it's uh, I feel like especially nowadays, like you, that just that raw dopamine, you know, it's because mm-hmm. uh, previously, you know, you could like get it from, you know, having a laugh in person with a friend or like stuff like that. And uh, I don't know. Now it's just like you need to kind of hunt for it, you know, just to make sure that your days don't, you know, turn into this like mush of just the same day over and over again with the different lectures oh uh, it, it, it gets it gets in your mind like uh yeah. like this this thing of like my mind telling me like yeah you do that's the same day i'm tired like it, it like right now i actually have it you know i'm very grateful that i get to to have this podcast to make me want to connect and push me to seek yeah. out for people and and get to meet people i think that you know that's a natural thing. Like meeting people online is, I think, far more easy for people that are shy and that are not willing to go out as much, right? Because you could like, like all of the guests almost on my podcast, I've connected with them on LinkedIn. I've had a few texts back and forth. And then I was like, hey, let's meet. I see a potential for a future discussion that could like, be interesting yeah. in the scope of my podcast. And they'll be like, yeah. You know, so so people want to connect, you know, like, like, don't think that people are like full out social, everybody just like us, you know, like, uh, everyone has sides, you know, everyone has sides, like, you, you know, you, you put uh, even the most introverted person with, with a group of their close friends and like, you know, this dude's gonna start saying stuff, maybe, uh, yeah. you know, there, there's no such all... thing as being introverted, there's just a thing as being like, you and that's it like like even the most extroverted people they actually have their close yeah, group of yeah. friends you know or like you know you yeah like like you like you put them in a room where like they feel uncomfortable and like even they the most extroverted talk. person is not going to talk because they're not comfortable so and i think even like the terms extroversion and introversion like i was i was reading about where they came from they were never meant to be static you know it, it was always like uh it, it was always like where people could be in their extroverted or introverted states, you know? Yeah. It was just like, when you, you know, listen to like, say, when you hear about like psychological theories and ideas through like the, like the Chinese whisper of like, you know, newspapers and friends and like popular media, like 
it, the entire perception just changes and it becomes something that's completely different from what it originally was, which was like never a static thing. Yeah. But yeah, no such things as introverts and extroverts. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's still tendencies. Yeah, like, like I'll tell you, for example, like, uh, for example, I don't have a large group of friends that I consider it being close. Like, I probably have two, three. That's it. You know, like. Um, what do you? What would you define as close, though? Uh, someone that I think about oh, every okay. two when they're days. Not around. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, like oh, that's, when, that's when a very good definition. Close, yeah, that's a close friend. Um, anything other than that is colleagues, acquaintances, and you know, it, there's nothing bad. You know, when, when I, I think when you're when you're given that we're social beings, we have to define these words carefully and understand yeah. that we don't have to be um like offended when people say like oh well you're just an acquaintance or oh you're it's how can you have eight billion friends you you can't right like I, I think uh, like whenever That's i look saying, when, whenever i look at someone and they're like oh yeah he's a very close bro and he's a very close bro and he's a very close bro and he's a very close bro it's just like yeah being super close to you maybe doesn't mean as much as let's say being super close to christian you know who has like, you know, he has these people that he really cares about and he knows that he really cares about these people. And then everyone else is like, hey, I mean, they're my friends, they're my acquaintances, but like, I'm not going to bullshit them and be like, you're my, you know, like you're like, I think about you all the time or, you know, whatever. I think yeah. it's just yeah. honestly when it comes to the, like, I think most people only have four or five people who have like a direct backdoor access to their emotions. Well, the the I one one of the easiest ways that you can determine like who you consider a close friend or not is like if someone asks you like, "Oh, are you guys friends?" you start laughing, right? Or, or <laughs> like, you don't take him seriously because you're like, because uh, you're like, well, is my right arm my right arm? <laughs> like, like I don't know. Uh, I I have a couple of close like oh, close friends that I got from high school. You know, that I'm still yeah. in touch. And like, if people come and they ask us, like, so are you guys like friends? We'd be like, what is this guy saying? You know, like, <laughs> you know. But but if if I answer you like, oh yeah, well, yeah, we know each other for two years, like you know, he he's an acquaintance, or because the thing is, life is full of like context. You know, I I think that life people see life as like an accumulation of like context and situations. You know, like at one point maybe your close friend finds out that he's in love with a girl or whatever and you know he starts spending more time with her and you start to re-question like your relationship with him and you're like okay well see it turns out like turns out that he doesn't care about me much it doesn't really mean that he just needs time to settle and try time to figure yeah. himself out you know like like especially right now when we're young you don't have to take things personal because we're still at the stage where I think most of us are experimenting uh, a, a lot of uh, context and situations, you know, either professional or personal. And so you you, you should not like take things personal because it's just going to create like shit and, and drama for no reason. Like, yeah, don't yeah. be offended that your friend is doing stuff that you're, don't you're be not offended used. Your friend has a life, you know, 
yeah like, yeah essentially that's i think that's really what it boils down to i think a lot of people they, they haven't matured enough to uh maybe think of their friends or their girlfriends or their uh you know just like the, their close circle doing things that matter to them without them but it's really like a if you don't have that then you're not really friends you're you're, you're codependent you know yeah and that's not healthy yeah like i think that these words they they straight up should stay in like high school you know what close like, friends like uh, yeah, best friends SDs. or like like i do <laughs> like you know we we do them we we use them and i use them too um but i i'm starting to realize that these are actually words you know that are kind of tied to our maybe insecurities in high school like oh yeah this guy's my best friend because we talk twice and he laughs it's like okay like you know yeah. like 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 for example i'll give you an example my mom has three best friends you know okay. what kind of stuff she does for them like i she, i'm not sure she, i know dude this, this is what i'm telling you <laughs> like <laughs> she she cooks them like meals every week she brings them to their place even during covid she at one point my mom was struggling with like money and like my parents were struggling with money when they arrived in canada and her close friends gave her money like like this this is friendship bro it's like looking yeah out. That's like no. a, that's a, you compare yeah. that with like your besties. He's not even your bestie. Or like, she's not even your bestie. You know, if she yeah, can't do yeah. that. I, I see what you're saying, but I think it's also like, uh, I don't know what, like at 14, you know, you're not going to be like pulling your best friend out of poverty and like, you know, making sure he's fed and everything. Are you it's sure? Just, whoa. Whoa. Okay. I don't, mm, that, that would be a fucking best friend. God damn. Because there be are a, some places in the world where, Oh it's no, no, definitely. Story no, happens, no, no, yeah. no. Trust me, I know. Yeah. Uh, but I think you know, just generally. You're talking you about know, like Montreal. <laughs> talking about Montreal. Come on. Uh, yeah, we're Mon- we're based on I mean, Mon- even, Montreal. Even here, even here, there's still you know. I mean, I'm sure that there's still people you know who at 14 are going to be like really f- facing life. You know, like not like the the cookie like the you know safe mode on version of life that most of us have. But like life, life, you know, where like, you know, you need to make hard decisions and decisions have big consequences. Like, I'm sure there's people who, you know, who are living that life in Montreal right now. But uh, I think it's more of like, uh, like the, the friends that you're making right now, uh, when, you know, let's say that your, your parents and your, uh, the generation above you is gone and now you're the ones who are like in charge and really like responsible for everything. Like, I think that's really when a lot of your relationships are, you know, they're going to be tested and people are, you're actually going to see like what they were made of. Yeah. But like that, you know, that, uh, it, that doesn't mean that the relationships that you have right now with people are, you know, nothing. It's, it's more of like a, this isn't hard mode yet. Yeah. I mean, in our case, it, it's not, it's, um, like I'm, I'm glad with my life right now. Yeah, you same. know, like, um, like the the only pressure that I have is the pressure I put onto myself. Yeah, yeah, you know? and that's I, a, that's a blessing. That and you know, McGill, Daddy McGill. 
Well, that that's a that's a factor into like the pressure I put into myself. Is uh, yeah. honestly, you know, like um, talking about Miguel, you know, um, I I don't really feel like it it puts pressure on me because I've always been someone that like tries to overachieve stuff. Mm. Like, but I think that's exactly what puts pressure on because uh, because it's always like I, I mean you're in a you're in a school that's full of people who who are kind of like that you know yeah. and so at least for me I, I like first few years I really felt this need to uh, like be like an overachiever among overachievers I feel like now I've kind of you know slowed down and kind of I just enjoy stuff more and I'm a lot less stressed uh but it's 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 a vicious cycle if you if you don't get out of it i totally understand yeah Um, no like i I had a big burnout like probably fourth semester you know i didn't see anyone i didn't do anything and it was like the way that i've been living stuff is like it's not fucking sustainable you know yeah but yeah uh, i guess it is just pressure that you put on yourself I actually just have a I have a question actually that 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 I wanted to ask you initially like we were talking about uh, university and all of that um what what would what would you give like uh what's the meaning that you would give education the meaning that I would give education yeah like like if um, someone comes up to you and asks you like hey Ibrahim like what do you think is is the the meaning behind education like what would you probably there's probably i'd classify well there's different kinds of education i think i'd classify i'd probably put them into broad groups so obviously there's the you know i you're you know a human with like uh, you know you need to eat you need to have a place to live you need to have shelter you need to have financial security that's one aspect of being a human right another aspect of being a human is uh you know you need to sort of engage with like the higher levels of your consciousness and i I think education it really comes into like it really helps you do both of those things so like i know for me right like my education and your education engineering it's directly tied to is it's directly tied to a profession that we plan to enter you know it's the same with being like let's say an accountant a doctor something like that but at the same time, when I'm doing like, let's say a uh, discrete math, like I, I, I feel almost glad to have intelligence because a lot of those like interesting conclusions that you reach, so you, you kind of like, you know, you, you reach them and then you're like, you know what, like this is like, I'm more than just like, uh, like I, I have a brain and I have an ability to grasp complex things and I, I enjoy using that ability you know and like it's the same with like political science and uh, arts and uh, uh, just all of the other I guess vocations that are available in university all of the other subjects that are available in university it's more I think education really at the end of the day and I know this is going to sound like you know like I'm trying to uh, you know be very aspirational or whatever but I think really at the end of the day, it makes you more human, you know, like it, it really like it allows you to to really, really dig into what it means to be like a living thinking person, you know, and I think like to exist in a space where most people are allowed to go beyond just their basic needs. 
and uh, actually engage with like the higher aspects of like their their mind like I, I think that's that's what education allows us to do and that's really what it should be geared towards yeah <clears throat> i also think that uh, okay, i mean yeah. these 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 were what, like what uh, is what does education mean to you because I'm, I'm curious to know because there's a reason you you know you're you're a met you're a tutor uh, you're founding like a, a dino learn hub you know like i feel like you you also have like a a personal interest in education you know i do um growing up i like i i never questioned my ability to learn stuff yeah like i just assumed that everyone was like me and they were able to be grasping concepts like on the fly and like in high school i was brilliant elementary school i was brilliant um mm. like actually my parents never helped me you know like they yeah. they just let me uh do my thing whatever like uh, here's your books here's some time read and you're like okay I mean, they, they, they didn't even care. Like the only time I saw them during the school year is probably like to do the list of things to buy, you know, like. Mm, yeah, yeah, same. Uh, You're basically kind of left on your own to figure your education out. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I always had this fear in my head that like, well, my parents probably want me to be a doctor or or whatever. And uh, like my mom tried to get me into um to health you know because she was like yeah this is a promising field like yeah, i work yeah, in yeah. health and i see you being in like uh the technological aspect of health you know so like radiography <laughs> uh radiotherapy and all these like uh like she wanted me to be um she wanted me to go in biomed you know and she, okay yeah like she she saw me there because she was like yeah well you know i work as a nurse at a big hospital and uh, i see that these people are the future I was if like, they, they do well for themselves and yeah like all and um i will i like i was uh 17 18 when she was telling me that i was like mom look there's not a single atom in my body that that even tells me that this could be interesting for me <laughs> you know like like and like in my head i was like electro engineering sounds so mysterious and like the applications are like so broad and i was like out of simple curiosity i was like okay look, this is broad. So even though if I go in this program out of simple curiosity, at least I'll go out of it with uh, more doors open in case I fuck yeah. up, you know? It's like, cause, <laughs> oh, like you know? No, that's, that's, a, that's a very good way to approach it. That's like literally, I mean, I think I thought about it in a similar way where like uh, I, I, so originally I was in Mechenge and uh I like the reason I selected MechEng was like, oh, well, theoretical physics, uh, let's see what's the closest to theoretical math. Okay, MechEng, that's super broad. I'm going to go in there. Uh, and uh, it wasn't what I wanted, so I switched. But like, that's exactly the thinking that I had. It was broad. And I, I, yep. want, I didn't want to decide what I was going to do with the rest of my life at age 18, because no one should decide what they can do with the rest of their life at age 18. Bro, even at age 50, if you think you know, like, what's yeah. the only thing you want to be doing, like, you're, you're, you're not going to impress me, you know, if you said like, yeah, I know, I want to be a chartered accountant at this <laughs> company. I'm like, okay, well, good luck. Tell me when they're going to refuse you and you're going to cry. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that I wish. <laughs> I'm not saying that I wish that person that, you know, it's you're like, like he has confused as me. What is this? 
No, no, but it's like okay, like you you have a specific as fuck like a uh, vision. I respect yeah. that. But I don't want her to come or her or him to go to come after and be like, you know, uh, Christian, like it was kind of rough the application. I couldn't get it, you know, like because uh you're, you're like so so you think that like well, it's by... expectations you know it's like yeah, huge okay, expectations okay. like if i tell myself like hey in my life i want to be at google and i want to work in the cloud department and this is where i'll be fulfilled it's like okay good you have a goal go out there i because i appreciate the drive you know like these people that tell mm. me their goals it's good because you have to be yeah. oriented in life but if you come with me and you use the words like this is my dream. I want to be there for all my life. And then it's like, whoa. You better be sure. Like, how do you know that? First it's off, like, you, you know? yeah, because you can't, I don't think you can say that before mm-hmm. entering a job because you have these yeah. idealizations, you know, in your head, like, oh yeah, Google, you know, they're everywhere. So like, uh, blah, blah, or, you know, whatever these people could be thinking. Like you know, when they Google apply. big, ape, join Google, ape big. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the just for the audience Ibrahim was trying to remember how many zeros a google is <laughs> um but um coming back to what i think is the meaning of education um i believe that education should be a tool in your self-discovery i i personally think that every individual um it, it would be good for each individual on this planet to question their lives and i think education provides a great tool for that um there's other ways in which you can learn and figure out figure out your shit properly speaking is by yeah. doing stuff so instead of very very we're going super scientific here huh? oh come on man like uh, <laughs> yeah it's 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 that's what it i haven't done to. 10 plus years of research you know i'm just like saying like <laughs> no no but but i mean yeah. no it's it's really i think like the best way to put it is like best way to figure out stuff is to do is to do things you know yeah because uh, i mean education can be theoretical it can be practical can be hands-on can be conceptual like the, the I'm not here to talk about the branches and throw fancy words just to film that it I'm just to feel smart, yeah. Yeah, like like education is it's like figure out figure out yourself, you know, like um I, I thought for a long time that I I knew like who I was and all that. But the thing that I realized is every time I hit a situation that throws me out of my comfort zone. I rediscovered yeah, myself. More. Yeah. And yeah, and, and it's like a battle between your ego and like just life throwing shit at you and be like, haha, you think you know yourself? Oh, well, no. You know, like you're like, yeah, I know myself. And then, um, you know, there's there's a hardship that comes your way and it it uh, challenges you. And you, I think every time you you come out of um, of something that annoyed you, you you win um, because you, you figure out a, a bit more of, who you are, you know. So, um, so you think of education like that, almost, almost like a, like it for you. It's I mean, obviously, 
mean, it's, I it's think a tool to become self-aware. It's I, I honestly yeah. think that from the bottom of my heart that like the reason why you should pursue an education or even have this word in your mind somewhere should ring that bell. You know, like did, yeah. Did you, did you ever like look at like because uh, I don't know maybe maybe this is just me right but like yeah. I'll it's like like so the reason like let's say if I'm if I'm seeing someone if if I'm playing a game with someone right. And like uh, we're, it's, it's an oppositional thing, and we're trying to like let's say, uh, like get something from the other person, or like almost have like this uh, competition going on. It's 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 almost like when someone else does uh, something that like I that I didn't expect, right? Like a, there's there's a delight in that of like uh, wow, like you know this this person really. Like they like there's something in there that's like figuring things out and, yeah. and like it's also yeah. for me like when I when I when I'm learning about things like let's say like like right now I'm taking a computer organization class you know so so it's like it's basically like a study of like well how well like sure you know you can write software and computers do things but like on a very electrical level how does that work. Yep. you know it's uh it's low it's, level it's, it's it but it's, it's this thing of like before that every, like i it was just magic you know like like i could i could say that you know there's electricity and stuff happens but at the end of the day it was just magic like it's just magic and like just like sort of peeling back that layer of magic and being like wow there's actually like you know there's this is at the end of the day, this is just really complicated logic. It kind of heartens it. Uh, number one, it kind of makes me sort of, uh, it gives me the same feeling that like someone doing something really smart in a competition gives me, which is like, wow, look at this marvel of human consciousness. Uh, and then another thing is that it just allows me to be like, you know what, like maybe I could pull some really, like maybe I could do some really, really, magical like stuff as well you know like like stuff that like i don't think i can do uh and stuff that other people can't think that i can do but like uh if someone can create a computer using like all of those like registers and bytes and bits and whatever mm -hmm. the hell like there's a like there's a lot of potential uh, in in the world and in everyone and in me by extension you know so it's uh i don't know it just, it makes me feel good about being alive almost. But I know that like, just saying that out loud, it sounds like really like, eh, what, what are you, what are you fucking on about, you know? Uh, like, yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's really fucking cheesy. But like, uh, you know, it's super cool when you figure something out. Well, it's a, it's a personal satisfaction. Like you, uh... yeah. You know, I, I've noticed that I feel very good when, like, I impress myself. You know, when yeah, when yeah. when I'm wrong about myself. It's it's an interesting feeling, because it makes you question the the place that your ego has in your life. You know, because I, I think really like, um, like there there's always two sides of you. You know that that speak to you. Like there there's this ego side, and then there's actually you. You know, like 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 you and a calm and composed manner that assesses everything that's going on in the background in your head, you know? And um, yeah, I, I think that you should 
you should create a relationship with your ego and and what's not... what's what's your relationship with your ego uh tough tough how? uh it's you know like when when i speak about my ego in in a formal context i i talk of myself as like someone that wants to to be at peace with it um because uh it's very hard you know um because it's a part of you right you you can't be like oh i don't want it you don't have to have that attitude toward your ego because it was it will always be there so i've been trying for the past I don't know when I started being conscious about this. I don't know. It's like four years. <laughs> when I graduated high school, probably I started asking questions regarding that. <laughs> If you're trying, trying to do what exactly with your ego? Like, like um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to limit how it affects. Um, oh, so, so like humble yourself almost. Yeah, because I mean, sometimes it serves a good purpose. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, I'm trying to limit its um, how it affects my decision making. You know, because because sometimes let's like like right now, for example, I am um, I am trying to run a a uh, like I'm trying to develop a platform, right? Dialer and hub. Build the startup. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm realizing that for example my ego in this situation has no place and that mm-hmm. um i i have to be open to the suggestions and i have to i don't have to only be open i have to internalize as if they would come from me because really like naturally because yeah. naturally when you hear someone else speak you're like oh but who the hell is this other guy <laughs> but but really yeah, you should yeah. think of these thoughts as being thoughts that you didn't have before But that just someone there really, now are your thoughts and, yeah. yeah because that way you won't be like oh well you think you're smarter now huh? you know like it's just uh so i found it no, that's that's a good way that's a really good way to put it it's yeah like, uh, I, i found I a trick I've noticed that tendency in myself as well of like if and if i come up with something like oh i'll you know i'll, I'll not question it but then anyone else's opinions i'll like you know i'll, I'll dissect them you know yeah you'll, you'll be like oh, you mean It's, yeah but it's at the end of the day all that leaves you with is your just your own bullshit you know yeah. and uh, yeah. i feel like i you know i started with a lot of it i i feel like i still just get carried away sometimes where like uh, i'll just you know like i'll just say oh i'm gonna do this this that and that and then like i don't know a month later i'm like i i didn't i yeah i didn't start i'm sorry <laughs> so it's just <laughs> for me it's more like limiting my ambitions almost to something to just stuff that i can control you know so like instead of like you know like i'm gonna go out and do like all of this stuff i'm like i'm gonna wake up in the morning and spend an hour working towards this thing and like those kinds of commitments are like i think they're much easier to keep to yourself because you're not always going mad about like not achieving stuff you know disappointed you could be disappointed. disappointed you could be disappointed but like furious yeah. is a rough word like you can't be really furious at yourself yeah because yeah, but, yeah. because furious i think is like is is something that connects to like external factors like mm-hmm. you know like when you're furious about injustice for example or yeah yeah i think with yourself your football all you team can be is like, huh say again 
your your football team losing yeah <laughs> you know like because because you can't control it so all you can yeah. do is be like wah, wah, wah. <laughs> 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 oh fuck this is gonna be going dark i was like no no it's so good i was like i always uh, i was expecting some like really like furious stuff you know and you're like <gasps> and i'm like okay <laughs> oh it's a cute doggo christian's mm. furious is a cute doggo yeah i mean i mean actually the smallest doggos are the ones that that are the most annoying so i was kind of trying yeah. to channel that you know small dog like 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 the chihuahua inside of you you know like the really like really oh, well did you ever see chihuahua. them bark oh my god oh they my don't god let it's you. annoying it's so goddamn annoying there's yep. like a there's a dog park near my house and uh it's just like all of the big dogs, right? They're all chill. And then all of the little dogs are insecure, you know? So, so they always need to be the loudest in the room. But anyways, back to education, I guess. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, I mean, I guess we could uh, close it on a beautiful note because we've been at it for quite a while, so... Yeah, how much time has it been? I didn't even realize. Oh, we've, we've been live for uh, probably like an hour plus. <clears throat> no yeah. way. Did I just talk to you for an hour? Uh, that's probably what oh, happened. <laughs> I mean, wow, that... I mean, I won't say that I'm I'm the best host, but I could be a good host. <laughs> yeah, you could you could actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't feel uh, I didn't feel like I was reaching for words at any point. And oh no, it, I, I love you know I I loved everything that you you mentioned. You know, I remember like when I sent you uh, the, those uh, prepared questions. Uh, and I, uh, I, and yeah. my, I was so innocent. I was like, yes, Ibrahim is going to fall. No, no, I don't know. It's, uh, but I think we had a, like, this was a really fun kind of conversation. Like we definitely yep. talked yeah. about education, but we also talked about a lot of other stuff surrounding it, which I think is, you know, like it's, it's pretty useful to, to discuss. Absolutely. Like we, you know, it was a, it was a it was a an episode on you know like our lives as students i think you know it I was think so, yeah. and, and there was a bit uh there was a bit of like uh drifting off to education from time to time um yeah that's true i guess i'll leave you with one question then you can answer it uh in whatever fashion you like um what would be your closing word to the audience like Imagine that right now you would be standing in front of people and they would have listened to you for an hour plus. What what do you want people that could be listening to that to retain? <clears throat> You're not always going to have the time that you have. Okay. And uh, Wait, can you say it again actually? <laughs> you're not you're not always going to have all the time that you have. Okay, fair. And the earlier you get started on everything, uh, the smoother it's gonna go. So you might not have, you might not think that you have deadlines right now, but you have deadlines, and uh, you better get started. Yeah, you're probably saying that because you have three deadlines coming up this week. No, I do, I do, I do have three <laughs> deadlines, but but like you know, it's it's uh, you know, it's true. It's like uh, everyone has their deadlines, you know. Yeah, and uh, it's it's better to it's better to get started on what you, it's better to get started on figuring out what you where you want your life to go, because if you don't really figure out where your life is going to go, your life is kind of going to take you to places, and uh, 
you might like those places, but at the same time, you might you might really wish that things have gone differently. So if if you're listening, if, if you have the time to listen to this, and if you're actually, if you made it all the way to the end, which like is, you know, uh, very, very impressive first off. And secondly, what, what do you, do you don't have anything else to do, man? <laughs> <laughs> I can but, personally like, attest that I have not watched a full episode in my own podcast. So yeah, honestly, I've, I've 20 minutes. Yeah. But, but you know, uh, at the same time, a podcast is like a uh, compilation of like good conversations. I feel yeah. You know, so I'm not offended if people don't watch. No, all true. Of it. I, yeah, I think for me, it's off. more like no, no, it's it's all good. That was basically it. You figure out what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure it's not too big. Finish it and then set another goal. Rinse and repeat, and eventually you're gonna get to where you want to go. And that's true for me, that's true for Christian, and it's going to be true for every human that's ever born. You know, you know what I think describes someone's life the best? Yeah. You know, uh, I hope that some of the audience will get this. Um, if in the someone in the audience has ever encountered like signals and systems and like uh, graphs and like exponentials mixed with like cosines... <laughs> Do you know yeah. that like function that starts with a big amplitude and then it dampens out and then, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And then it converges towards like the x-axis, you know? So it's like a, yeah. like a nice shape and then it just dampens. Like, and a, like, like, a, like a sine wave with the, how do you call it? It's either a hood or an envelope. Yeah, yeah with an envelope. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I well, paid attention, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're good. We 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 have some classes together, me and Ibrahim, so we can relate to some of the content that uh, we've been through together. Um, but yeah, exactly. Like in the beginning, you know, like you're you're far off from your goal, so you're like oscillating, and slowly as you experiment, you'll start converging towards what you feel like is your true self. You know, it's like yeah. you're far off, but then you're like. Ugh you know, okay, push it, you know, maybe I'm closer, I'm getting closer, right? So with every like period, uh, you're getting closer, I think. And you don't have to be scared. Yeah, I I think I think people want to improve themselves. But they're kind of skeptic of going through the ups and downs. You know, Mm. so I think you have to find peace through the ups and downs. You, You have you have to you have to assess some of the chaos that you may be going through and be like this is a part of me figuring my shit out you know yeah i think definitely. i think that's a that's a pretty good way to put it and that's a really nice note to end it on <laughs> man you've been awesome yeah you've been this has actually been fun you know like <laughs> i had fun talking to you i don't even care if we didn't go through all of the points oh no uh, we did oh we, we did. did we did Holy well, you know, one of the things that I learned in this podcast is probably like anything in life, you can have a plan, but shit might not yeah, go your as, way. As right? soon as you get punched in the face, boom, plans, yeah, plans. Mike Tyson said that. <laughs> yes, Mike Tyson, the yes. person we should all get our life guidance from. Huh? <laughs> oh, no. that, that was that like the salty going well. Yo, he, yo, he, he went, he came back into, I don't know. I remember watching him just being like, oh, you know, I don't box anymore. You know, it's all good. I'm very good. Chill. Oh, he and I watched box. those videos of him, like, just, just like, he's an, like, he's, he's fucking crazy again, man. 
It's yeah. actually kind of scary to watch. Well, that that shows you that when you train towards a skill for that amount of time and you're you put as a kid and, and as a kid as well yeah you put commitment into it people will see you as an animal like when yeah, people that, call you an animal that's when you know that's that you're a compliment. doing yeah yeah it's like okay yes i'm an animal thanks <laughs> thank you for uh... all right honestly christian keep on being an animal with this podcast and with dinalern and yeah uh, i'm gonna go do my assignments now but uh, good luck with everything man uh, i mean nice it's actually perfect because i'll be closing out the podcast on my own you know so like i'll do my little outro so all right yeah man take uh, care and dude it was an awesome conversation i hope the best you know this week yeah. and um stay at peace with yourself man <laughs> yeah you, you too man thanks bro bye-bye bye All right. Well, that was our, I guess I can say that our quite small chat with uh, Ibrahim Mirage. I really hope that you liked this episode. I really hope that you saw some value in some of the conversations that we had. We jumped from a couple of topics, uh, mainly education, the future of education, our personal meanings that we give to education. We also talked about the online context that we are all of us mostly in right um so yeah plenty of topics for the audience to dive into with that said i hope that you had an excellent time uh and if you watched until the end or listened through the end i salute you and i thank you very much for putting in the time to consume uh, my discussions with uh, guests that I hope you find uh, interesting every week. With that said, I wish you a very nice week ahead. Um, stay safe, stay tuned, and stay well. Cheers.